0: Hi, this is Howard Gordon, and you're listening to TV Confidential.
1: We mentioned in our open, folks, that Lee has not only written for television and produced television, uh, Lee has written several books about television, and not only uh, books, uh, historical books about the making of, of particular television shows, but he and William Rabkin uh, co-wrote an excellent book called Successful Television Writing, and there, there are a lot of books about how to write for film or television, Lee. What, what makes your book stand out from the pack is that it is very hands-on and how to... And it, it assumes that you know how to write, but it, it walks you through some of the essential elements of the business that not everyone is familiar with.
0: Well, the book was written or published, I think, back in 2003 or four, mm-hmm. and it's been in print for quite some time. It's used in... Uh, schools all around the world, that's why it stays in print, and but the book came from a frustration that Bill and I were having at the time, which was writers are coming in to pitch us on our shows who didn't understand episodic television storytelling. They came out of film school where they've been writing in these perfect little vacuums, these perfect little feature scripts, and didn't understand that when you write a TV show, you're essentially a carpenter building a bookshelf at somebody else's house. You do it their way, not your way and that you're working with other people's characters, and there are unique um, boundaries and requirements to writing episodic television. And and these people, fresh out of film school whatever, just didn't understand that. So we thought it was time that someone wrote a book specifically aimed at writing for episodic television, about the way it really is, about how we do it in the room, what our, our the demands are, how you write a show or a story uh, that takes place four days on your standing set, three days on location with, certain actors only available at certain times and how you work within those parameters to do good television and the, the book it was funny because I, I wanted a book like this but i didn't have the time to write it Yeah, and neither did bill and we didn't know if the money was really worthwhile for us to do it and i often give lectures and seminars around the country on tv writing and i was doing one of these i can't remember where um, and the novelist, Walter Wager, who since passed away, he, he wrote Telephone and the sequel to Die Hard. and um, he, he also wrote the I Spy novelizations and stuff. He, he's a terrific writer. And he kept me after one of these events and said, you should really write a, a book about this. And I said, I don't know the time. He says, you've already written it. Just start recording all these seminars you do. And, and I thought, oh, that's a great idea. But also, many of these seminars I did were being recorded by the host of the seminars anyway. Yeah. So they just give me a cassette. So I started filling a shoebox with cassettes of my seminars and talks around the country, and then I handed this shoebox to a transcriber who transcribed my um, talks. And there was a lot of overlap, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of the same stories sure, sure. being told. But once I edited all that out, I realized, oh my god, I do have a book here. And at the time, Bill was teaching at UCLA Extension, a screenwriting course, so I said, why don't you add to this some of your syllabus stuff and some of your own lectures, and you know, in two weeks, we'll have a book. And that's what he did. I gave him my transcript. He added his stuff. Two weeks later, he handed it back to me. We did a pass together in a day or two. Gave it to my agent. She sold it, like I think, a week or so later. and It's been in print ever since. And people talk to us about, oh, your book is so conversational. It's like sitting down with someone at lunch and learning about TV. It's because it is a conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, yeah. it came from lectures and discussions that's why it has that uh that feel, less of a textbook uh, than sort of an easygoing, casual discussion about the, the business.
2: Now, I always thought that, you know, I mean the way I try to describe things is like this perfect triangle. You have business, you have the the technical aspects and you have the creative part. And if it isn't you know, if you don't have a perfect balance between those three, you're not gonna have a, a finished product but I also find it funny that, in my experience, the technical people, the creative people, and the business people, I think by design, by hardwiring of the brains, don't normally get along and and somehow if you could figure out a way to organize these three things going on you have something successful but it's always been my experience from an educational standpoint on television the business people told you the business perspective and that is the only perspective the creative people told you the creative perspective and that is the only perspective and so on and so on and so on this is like the first time I've actually seen uh, something in print that uh, has all three uh, parts coalescing together and, and explaining something and incorporating uh, I guess what we would call reality. I found it very enjoyable. It was one of the best birthday presents uh, some friends of mine gave to me. I think it was uh, like 2003, 2004. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it really did help me along uh, when I was trying to... Uh, I wrote a couple of pilots and then basically uh, on, on your instruction I, I started writing a couple of specs. In fact, one of my first specs was a monk spec. And then I rewrote it when the, the cast changed. But uh, <laughs> And I had so much fun writing Sharona Dialogue. That yeah. was my favorite part of the process. Because for some reason, I had a never-ending supply of wisecracks, one-liners, and zingers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, it, was, it was one of my favorite parts. And, uh, and it's a book I've, I have recommended to anybody who's had any interest in writing for television whatsoever. And I have, see, I have read many, many Bad spec scripts. I think the worst offense I've ever seen is reading a spec script and a major character gets killed off in the story. And I thought, I, I thought that would be under common sense, but apparently not.
1: Well, it speaks to one of the you know, things that you say in successful television writing, Lee, is that you have to understand the franchise of any show. And, that, and that those are the elements that make a show work. And one of which is understand what you should never do if you're going to pitch a certain show.
0: Mm-hmm. One of the things we look for in spec scripts when we're hiring writers, we, we look, first of all, you don't want to send a spec CSI to CSI, because they're only going to see your mistake. Right. You want to send a spec monk or something else. And the showrunner will read your script and say, okay, first of all, this sounds like an episode of that show. So the writer is able to capture the voice of, of that show. Second, these characters sound like themselves. You know, they, 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 he's able to imitate the way they, they talk and behave. The way the story is told, the structure of the story, is the way they structure stories on that show. And the script understands the franchise, reiterates the franchise, and leaves it in fact at the end. These are all things we, we... We're looking at a spec episodic script to see if you can imitate the way we write, the way we tell stories, the unique parameters of our show. It's really a test about how well you understand franchise and voice, and whether you understand, you know, simple script structure and, and, and the four-act structure and all of that. Um, I want to thank you for all the kind of things you said about successful television writing. I, I really appreciate it. In the years since we wrote that book, however, a couple other books have come along that I think um, flesh out what we what we started. There's a book by Pamela Douglas called Writing the TV Drama Series, which is really terrific. Um, Alex Eckstein wrote a book called Crafty TV Writing that I'm real fond of as well. And Bill Rabkin wrote a sequel to successful television writing, now available on the Kindle, called Writing the Pilot. Because one area where our book is no longer valid, it's the very last chapter, called Your Great Idea for a TV Series. We tell you it's a waste of time and a huge mistake to write a spec pilot. Well, that was true in 2003. It's not true now in 2011. And Bill wrote a book to sort of... um, correct that error in our book, and I kind of hate him for it, because (laughs) he wrote would have made a perfect update for successful TV writing, and I could share in all the glory and profits from his book, but now I can't. In fact, what the hell am I doing hyping it?
2: (laughs) So that's William Rabkin, Rab with a B, right? It's actually a
0: terrific book called Writing the Pilot, and it's like our book, Successful TV Writing, except it's all about how to write a pilot, a spec pilot, and the mistakes you'll make, and, and what you should do, and what people are looking for when they read it, and um, what, what separates a pilot script from any other kind of script, and why it's the most difficult kind of script of all to write. It's really an exceptional book. Be
1: part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash Or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.